Hello, and welcome to the Brave Rebirth podcast. I'm Ash Brooksford, your host, word witch, earth intuitive, and astrologer at Ash Gravity Earth Healing and Three Rapids Apothecary, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in to Brave Rebirth. So what's up, and how are you feeling? I am feeling really good. Um, I've actually been over on my Instagram account talking about uh, like productivity and habit stacking this week. And I'm such a nerd, but honestly, I really enjoy talking about that kind of thing. And we're going to kind of get into that a little bit um, today on the podcast. But if it's your first time here, you might not know, you know, what this podcast is all about. Uh, and this podcast explores the intersections of intuition, shame, healing generational patterns, and cultivating a deeper connection to the universe, including plants, planets, and whatever aspect of nature I'm currently vibing on. And right now, it is... Honestly, poppies. I have been really into a specifically orange poppies for quite a long time now, several months at least. And if you, you know, know about flowers and stuff, you might recognize that there's an orange poppy on the um, cover photo of this podcast. And if you've been following along over on Instagram, you might know that my Notion homepage has orange poppies on it. I actually came up with that connection, I guess, to orange poppies or, I don't know, it just kind of came to me when I started this podcast, actually. I was in Colorado um, and I was going through a really challenging time. Uh, at that point. And I was really excited about a lot of stuff, but I was also feeling pretty stressed about a lot of things. And I was in Colorado trying to, you know, just like enjoy my time there. And I also was launching my book at that point in time. And I was really excited about that. And I knew I wanted to start this podcast. And this podcast was actually going to be called something completely different. Um, But then while I was in Colorado, the name Brave Rebirth came to me. And as part of that, I was thinking about poppies because poppies have a association with um, Demeter and Persephone. And so this idea of a rebirth was bringing up some imagery from that myth. And uh, yeah, so um, that's what I'm into right now. (laughs) I don't really have, um, you know, anything more to say about orange poppies in general, other than that, I suppose California poppy is a great herb to work with. A lot of people use California poppy tincture as a a depression management uh, supplement. And I have used it at different points in time and really enjoy taking it myself. So not medical advice, just a little tidbit on something you might not know about uh, California poppy 
specifically. All right, and with that, I wanted to go ahead and get into some things that I have learned about setting goals that stick and are meaningful. And we're a couple weeks past that very high pressure time of the year where a lot of people are reflecting on what they accomplished in the previous year. And because of that, we might feel pressure to accomplish more in the upcoming year. And because we want to accomplish more or get our shit together, as people often say, I hate that phrase, get our shit together. Like, it's a huge pet peeve of mine, especially when I see other people who are in the similar field as me, astrologers or um, people that are helping people to feel a sense of satisfaction with their lives. When they talk about like, you know, how to get your shit together, this just like really bothers me because like, what does that even mean? (laughs) What does getting your shit together even mean? I think that that's a really important question. Because getting your shit together could mean totally different things to different people. Because we all have a different baseline. We're all coming from, you know, having different strengths, things that come easily to us, and having challenges, things that come more difficult for us or that we have to spend more time and energy, um, you know, doing. So I really don't like that phrase uh, because I feel like we're all doing our best, honestly. And there are times when I know that I'm able to maintain a schedule and a routine. And then there are also times when I'm not. And I am more tired and I don't have the energy to maintain the set of expectations that I have of myself. And so I guess that's what I really think of when I think of like getting your shit together. It's like I need to meet some expectation that I think that I'm not meeting. And... Why do I not think that I'm meeting that expectation in the first place? Do I even have that expectation of myself? Okay. And when we are setting goals for ourselves, or we are thinking about what we want our lives to look like, what do we want the vision of our life to be? And my book, So You Want to Burn Your Life Down, I call it our burning vision. Like when we envision a life that would feel satisfying and fulfilling for us, essentially a life that makes us quote unquote happy. I do think that, you know, happiness isn't something that we necessarily like. That can't always be the emotion that we feel. For me, what I want to feel is like satisfied and fulfilled by my life. And some people might say that that's being happy. I don't know. Anyway, when we're crafting that vision for our life, 
we have to start from a place of what are the things that I personally value? Because what I personally value might not be the same thing that you personally value. Or it might not be the same thing that my parents value or that my grandparents valued. Or it might be the same, you know? There, there might be things that I share with the people who raised me that I continue to hold certain values, okay? So in my book, I start with some questions that I think are important to ask yourself. And the questions are related to like, what would an ideal day look like to you? I know that question can be kind of annoying because it's like, oh, does anyone do what their ideal day would be? And I think the answer is like, you know, it depends. There are aspects of our life that we do have control over and there are aspects of our life that we don't always have control over. But setting aside like your reservations, you know, if you allowed yourself to just really dream big and think about if I had the ability to do exactly what I wanted, what would that look like? Okay. And you can think about like, it doesn't have to be, oh, I would travel all of the time because maybe you wouldn't. Maybe that's actually not something that is going to be conducive to the lifestyle that you want to live. You know, at one point in my life, I felt like traveling frequently was something that would really feed my soul. And I actually did that for quite a while in my 20s. And it just made me really tired because I thrive in routine and I thrive in um, like an environment where I'm able to be somewhat in control of what I'm doing and what I'm exposed to each day. And traveling is really not <laughs> conducive to um, that kind of thing. And so before I even have you in the book, go through and answer the questions about what your burning vision for your life is, I have you practice this gut check exercise. And this gut check exercise is you practicing what it feels like in your body when you say yes and really mean it and what it feels like in your body when you say no and really mean it. And this is such an amazing practice. It doesn't work the same for everyone. And actually this practice is inspired somewhat by human design because within human design, there is a, uh, a concept of your sacral sounds. Okay. And I'm not going to get like all into this human design thing right now. If you'd like for me to go more into that on a future episode, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at Ash Gravity, and I will take that into consideration for a future episode. But um, if you're familiar with human design, then you know that this is this practice is inspired by human design. So not everybody feels or experiences the gut check 
the same. So if it doesn't work for you, it's fine that it doesn't work for you. It just might not be your particular way of doing it, but it does work for a large portion of um, people because a lot of people have the same human design type. So anyway, a little bit of a tangent there. Really what the point of the gut check exercise is, is to start getting yourself into the mindset of setting goals based on how you are going to feel when you accomplish that goal. Okay. And in the past, when I was younger, when I would set goals, I would often set goals based on what I thought would make other people value me, respect me, like me, that kind of a thing. More so, I guess I would say I would set goals based on maybe being a little bit more accepted and included often. It's hard because like, in one sense, I've never really cared that much about being included. I've always known that I was weird and I took a lot of pride in being weird, nerdy, etc. when I was growing up. But I also knew that there were social conventions that I should try to fit in, like having a boyfriend when you're a teenage girl or having friends and going to parties when you're in college or getting a job and going into a full-time career after graduation. You know, there were like certain things that were deemed good by the culture that I grew up in and what I was exposed to growing up. So some of those things were not my personal values. And so the process I guide you through in the book is to practice saying yes and saying no and really meaning it with really simple things like, do you want to have a cheeseburger right now? Yes or no? And where do you feel? How does it feel to say yes if you really want a cheeseburger right now? Or no if you don't really want a cheeseburger right now? Okay, so when you practice that first, then you write out your vision for your life, what you think you are trying to attain, the lifestyle that would make you feel satisfied and fulfilled. And then after you write that out, you go back and you read it and you ask yourself with each thing that you wrote out, is this a yes or a no for me? And you practice and you feel in your body because there will be things, I guarantee it, in your vision for your life and the lifestyle that you think you want to live that you think are a yes, but they are not actually a yes you think they're supposed to be a yes. And so you have included them. And then after you do that, I have you walk through these 30 questions to clarify your values and reflect on the values that you learned growing up and the values that have 
been around you a lot in your life. And then checking in using the same process of, is this a yes for me or is this a no for me? And this is a great thing to do, you know, in a big life change. But it's also a great thing to do each year when you're setting your goals for yourself. So like if you did the 2023 Visioning with the Planets workbook that I launched at the end of 2022, and there, there was a list of questions about how do I want to move through 2023? And how I wa- how do I want to feel as I'm moving through 2023? And if those are the feelings that I'm trying to experience in my life, what are the intentions or goals that would match those feelings? And I would definitely encourage you to go back and edit and change. Because even when you go through this process, you will still set goals that are not really for you. And I know this because I do this all the time still, and I wrote a book about it, okay? There are times that we set goals because we want to impress other people, we want to prove ourselves in some way, and we set goals for ourselves that are not really for us. They're not really things that we want to do. And if we don't have the internal drive to achieve those goals, then we have to motivate ourselves, not from within ourselves, but from an external perspective. And this is why you have people who say, I want to write a book. And when I publish my first book, then I will be enough, okay? And in their mind, they use their belief that they are not enough right now to be their primary motivator to show up and write that book. And then what happens when you write the book and you put the book out and you still don't feel enough? Or what happens if you put the book out and sales aren't very good? Do you still feel like you're enough? We have to be motivated by the process and the pleasure that we take in the process on the way to achieving our goals. And if we're not excited about the process that we have to go through to achieve that goal, we're only excited about the end result, the validation, the respect, the admiration that we might receive at the end of it, the feeling of being enough that we're going to receive at the end of it, then we have to maintain this belief, this feeling that we're not enough to be able to accomplish things that we want to accomplish in our life. And that's not sustainable. And I've talked about this on previous versions of the podcast. um, But it is such an important point, especially around goal setting. And the point that I'm really trying to drive home here, especially here in January, you've had a few weeks to you know, let the enthusiasm from the beginning of the year settle. And what is your process for editing? 
the goals that you have set for yourself? What is your process for reflecting on are these goals I've set for myself actually goals that are important for me to achieve? Or are they just goals that I think I should have to be or become something other than who or what I already am? And why isn't that enough? Why do I think I need to get my shit together? And what does getting my shit together actually mean to me specifically? When I think about this place of having my shit together, what does that look like? And why do I want that? All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love it if you would leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And anything that I mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes. I've also just added a Notion template and a PDF template, if you're not fluent in Notion yet, of how to set and edit your goals. So this is a goal setting and editing tool you might want to look at if you resonated with the way that I talked about goal setting today. And until next week, I hope you have a very wonderful time.